0: The following event is a more Ace Audio production. Introducing first from London, England, the team of Ace and Skillet. This is the Kickout. The World Wrestling Federation, for over 50s, the revolutionary
1: force in sports entertainment. The World Wrestling Federation, for over 50s. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Kickout. It's Monday. You know what that means? It's pay-per-view review time. I'm here, Skillet, the one and only, with my co-host, Max. How are you, Max?
0: I'm doing very, very well. Watched NXT Takeover. Looking forward to talking about it with yourself and our special guest. Yes, we do have a special
1: guest on today. who will be joining us any minute now, actually. Uh, we're doing things that we used to do back in the day in the kickout where we used to have fans of wrestling come on the show and give their thoughts and to give their two pence and, on, on their opinions on wrestling and how they feel about it. Um, we want to hear the voice of the people who support us and listen to our podcasts. And we have a special guest called Paul Smith joining us soon. Uh, and he's been a, an avid listener of the Kickout for a long time. He's always messaging me on on direct messages, and we've you know we've kind of gotten on, on through, throughout the years. And I just thought, you know what, you really know your stuff. You know your stuff about NXT. Let's get you on the show, and we can talk about it. When he's on, I'm sure you guys will like to hear some of his takes. But Max, before we talk about him, because he's going to join any minute now, I don't mm-hmm.
0: it. how are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. We had a really nice weekend, glorious sun um apparently this weekend coming may not be the same i'm hearing rain but for mm. now i guess we enjoy it and that what about yourself
1: yeah man i'm really enjoying the sun right now and where i've switched job roles i've got a bit more free time to enjoy the weekends a bit more uh so i'm really living it up and enjoying it until you know
0: they tell us that uh, we have to go back into there, which is probably what's gonna happen well uh, that's what that's what he said this this evening he's he said it well not that we have to go back in that what the 21st of June is not happening. I think it's been extended until 19th of July, I think I saw. Right. Um, so how we're, how we're living life right now continues. Nothing's closing or anything like that. But anything that's not open right now is just staying shut until 19th of July. Right.
1: right.
0: So nightclubs uh, and
1: stuff. I'm not surprised at all, to be honest. Yeah. Um,
0: did we, have you been watching the Euros? Yes, I um, saw, obviously, the shocking scenes around Christian Eriksen very happy to hear that he's all right now um and you yeah, know that was back of his family and stuff that was scary that, yeah that was scary I was, I was very upset for him and I'm, but I'm glad he's okay, I'm glad he's okay. yeah he's but yeah it's been a pretty good start to the tournament the kind of tentative football that you usually see where no one wants to lose is kind of out the window and everyone is kind of really trying even like yeah. the smaller teams so yeah it's been good and uh, England had a little nice little showcase yesterday. England did all right. Yeah, know. they did a good job. It's good to see the boys thriving. Hopefully, if they meet one of the other favorites later on in the competition, they can overcome. Yeah, we'll, we'll
1: hope so. Um, I've seen that he's just read the, the blue tick. So I'm assuming he's going to click on that link and join us in this live stream. Come on, Paul. Uh, but we are going to talk about NXT TakeOver in your house. Is it a takeover? It is. It is. It is a takeover, yeah. Cause I just thought maybe it's NXT in your house now. Uh we saw the first ever NXT in your house in 2020. Do you have any memories of that pay-per-view? Anything you can kind of remind me of what from which, happened from which one?
0: The first NXT in your house. Oh, from last year. Last year. Yeah. Oh, one second. We've got someone that's in our house. There we go. <laughs>
1: there <you> go. <laughs> oh, thank you for Yo. joining us, mate.
0: No worries,
1: no worries. So, Max, this is this is Paul. This is the guy I was telling you about. Nice to meet you, Paul.
2: Mm-hmm. Hi, Max. Good to meet you, man.
1: He's an avid, avid listener of the kicker. He supports us daily, so it's about time we support him. And um, I want to <laughs> hear his takes on wrestling. Um, Pe- Pe- Paul, you like to call yourself Penfold.
2: Yeah, um, it's an old, old nickname. You can call me Penfold. You can call me Paul. But my mum only calls me Paul,
1: so it's a bit <laughs> weird. <laughs> when you said that Penfold's <laughs> an old nickname, are you telling yeah. me that people were calling you Penfold back in school? Yeah, man. Well, Penfold
2: is—I'm old, so Danger Mouse was kind of, you know, my my era. Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, unfortunately, the face kind of,
1: you know, so <laughs> no more. Uh, Pen- Penfold was my favourite, so it's all good. So you know. Well, yeah. And uh, you, you say you're old, but what's what's your earliest hmm. wrestling memory? What what made you a fan? What got you into the business?
2: Do you know what I was thinking about this, and I'm thinking, when did I get into it? And I got into it like 80, 84, 85, like oh, wow. way back, way, way back. And then my but my earliest proper memory is, and this is a fairly random niche one, but it's like you've got all the Hulks and you've got the you know, the ultimate warrior and all that. But the thing that really hooked me into it was the blue blazer.
1: As in Owen Hart's original oh, gimmick? Great. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. But it's, and, and I didn't know it was Owen Hart for years. Right. That I was such a mark. Yeah. It's, like, it's, a, it's, it's a great, it's a luchador. He's fantastic. He does all the flips. I've never seen anyone do any of that stuff. It was amazing. And then, yeah, I was so into it from from him. I just remember going around to a mate's house who had this again, this dates me. He he was the rich, you know, the rich kid who had everything. Yeah. yeah. You know, so he had a Betamax. Right. And he had a VHS. Right. And then he was the first one to get Sky. <laughs> so therefore, <laughs> he's dreadful. everybody's mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so he was the one where you got hold of the videos so you could watch them. You could watch when it came to Sky, he was the one where you went around to watch the pay-per-views. It was, it was all of that, and I had none of that. So yeah, it was basically his. I think one of them, I think Blue Blazer was Survivor Series. I think.
1: Yes, it, eighty-eight. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yeah. And then
2: he, then he wrestled Mister Perfect in eighty-nine. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, yep. and that was it. I was, I was done. I, I didn't need to see it. I didn't need to see Owen Hart. I was quite happy with the Blue Blazer.
1: <laughs> that's interesting because you know this there's a i would say there's a generation of wrestling fans who would probably only remember blue blazer for like a, a, a jokey kind of gimmick you know they don't really remember it but uh, this is owen's official WWF debut before he you know, yeah yeah he, now go back
2: go back and watch it watch watch that mr perfect blue blazer match great matches a great match, the yeah 100 match. yeah
1: yeah for sure owen owen was something else man rest in peace owen, uh-huh. owen. He, was, he was something else okay interesting and i never, I never expected to say blue blazer was the first uh memory of wrestling that you have but okay I'm,
2: every single i i know like you get into your proper rants i heard last week's where like the whole brett hbk <laughs> thing i'm not getting into that i'm not getting involved but and i don't i, I love both of them
1: but me too i do too i don't want to, i don't want to get into I, I love Sean i them. don't <laughs> I mean, so me like me doesn't like brett But you know,
0: I can acknowledge okay, I never saw Brett live in his prime. Fair enough, everything I've watched of Brett was back, but with for me, he just seems like a very miserable person, and I can't get on board with him because he just nothing seems like he made him happy. That's how maybe, and that's maybe watching it in hindsight and stories you hear of him and around him. So for me, if, I've just always kind of been cold on him. I can accept he was brilliant in the ring, but mm-hmm. everything else about buying into Brett, he, he uh, there's just negative energy, like a dark cloud no, that's over him no, with me. Was, and I can't, I can't.
1: There was one thing I wish I said last week that I, I didn't say that I, I, I thought about it today. Which right? was? When Ace came over that ridiculous notion that Sean is better than Brett because Brett was born into the business, his family was in the business, Stu hearts in the business, you know, whatever, right? So what does that mean that someone could say The Rock is not the greatest talker of all time because his dad is in the business, his
0: granddad's in the business? How does that, none of that made sense to me. There's an argument there, but it's, yeah, it's not a fully fledged, you know, does not like you can't, put a whole argument based on it but there's definitely an argument that you know with your family experience you should know how to navigate the business in certain aspects better of course you can't say it doesn't count for anything but david Fisher exists and he was never good <laughs>
2: <laughs> it
0: makes it easier to get into the business but once you're in the business then it's a different
2: ball game isn't it? exactly no
0: that i agree but at the same time remember mm-hmm. when once the lights turn off inside the whole machine you can go home and practice with people that Know the business as well, rather than going home to just regular mum and dad. So, I mean, it's all fair arguments. The the Brett and Sean argument will go on for years to come. Still, like, there's still there's still chapters of it. Now. Paul, who do you
1: think is better?
0: <laughs> oh, don't do that to me. Uh, but, but the be whole careful
1: Brett, now, Paul. This the the, the whole be Brett coming thing.
0: back on the show.
2: Brett Brett was just serious. He's not miserable. He's serious. He takes everything. Maybe that's what and, it is, and he probably takes it too seriously. But, yeah, maybe you know, I mean, you look at this. Oh, yeah. I mean, you go down the whole screw job and all that. But you know, I mean, HBK was brilliant. He's still in. The thing is, HBK's still there now. You look at, like, look at Takeover. You know, you've still got. He's still there. He's still. He's still in the background. He's, you've still got Johnny Gargano's doing tributes to him, and he's. You know, That's he's brilliant. still in the present mind. Bret Hart's you know he's because he got so hacked off with it all understandably and then you've got the death of his brother you know it's it's
1: oh it's a lot of pains it's a lot of pain so
2: i'm sitting completely on the fence
1: fair enough all right well so so, sorry go on what you gonna say anything else paul i'll say mick foley there you go i like that i like that one of the greats (laughs) you know what's funny because they're gonna review in your house every time i think of in your house mankind is one of the first people that pops up to my mind. Like mankind, I think of mankind. I think of Owen. I think of
0: Sean Michaels is my
1: Sean. Yeah, definitely think of Sean. I think of Brett, of course, Brett Bulldog. There's a, there's a few names that pop straight into my head, but mankind is in the top of the list. Like when I think of In Your House. Mm. Uh, before we talk about NXT In Your House, Paul, do you have any favorite In Your House moments throughout the years growing up watching wrestling?
2: Do you know what? Yeah, I thought about this, and I don't. I hardly watched any in your house before. I I Yeah, I know the names. Like you can tell me the names of things. You know, Bad Blood and all that. But I never actually watched any of them ever. I've I've gone back and watched them now on the network. But I never watched any at the time. It's like 1995, isn't it?
1: Yeah, 95, 95, 96 time. Yeah, I think it was 95 till like 97, 98.
2: Yeah but it, it, and that was the point when like WWE was what F, as it was then was struggling. Yeah. And I think I just dipped out at that point. So I've got did like
1: you, But did you dip onto Nitro? Did you ever watch WCW when that was when that was good? No, nah, so you missed out. Really.
2: Nah, I was I was I was I was pure WWF all the way. And and you had the the others like, you know, when you're at school or whatever and then through uni and yeah, you, you had those guys and and it's but and it's the same now. You've got those guys yeah, <laughs> nuts on AEW, and you can't you go on Twitter and say anything like it goes either way, Twitter's and that's ridiculous. it. You just duck and cover. It's yeah. it's it's stupid, and it was a bit like then that then. It's it, it's just it's cyclical, isn't it? It's just come around again.
1: Yeah, no, it's come full circle for sure. It has, it has. It's
2: it's it's no different, but yeah, I mean, I. I when you see the tributes on, on the stuff now, you recognise them. But even then, I'm still having to go back and look them up and see, you know. I know I know the images. I know HBK sw- swinging, you know, through the house and, and this, that yeah. and the other. I know, you know, the Buried Alive stuff and all that. But, yeah, in terms of actually watching them, I've got no memories of them at all.
1: I've got some real fun memories, man. Like Triple H, I think Triple H versus Duke the Dumpster-Josie was it in-your-house match. Um the hog pen match, the hog dog pen with match. Henry or Godwin. That was a that was a in your house match. Obviously, Brett versus um Hakushi, uh, um Bulldog versus Brett, Beware Dog, mm-hmm. Mankind versus Sean.
0: Mm-hmm. This is just
1: the top of my head. I haven't been, I'm trying yeah. to think of some more. Just quite a few more. Oh, I re- I remember I f- I think this was an in your house match. Wasn't there shamrock? Was it Shamrock Rock and Mankind in a match? A triple threat match? In a steel cage match?
0: That was a uh, that was a classic, man. I can't remember if that was in your house. I know much yeah, the match at all. Was that in your that. house? I can't remember the pay-per-view. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't in your house. I think I, I thought it was. Maybe it
1: wasn't. And um obviously the Savio Vega Austin feud <laughs> of what the in your house matches. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, some good times, man. Anyway. Um mess. Do you want to run down
0: the events of what happened last night at NXT TakeOver
1: in your house?
0: Yeah, so we'll start with the opening match. We had MSK and Bronson Reed. That's the tag team champion and the North American champion defending all the titles against Legado, Del Fantasma. I've never seen a kind of six-man tag like this where, you know, all belts are just kind of transition. Um, Didn't think that would ever be the case because just because really Bronson Reed has just kind of won that um North America championship within the last three weeks or so so I thought it would be a bit too early um but this match was good it was a fun match obviously we've got, it's a bunch of high flyers and then a massive guy that can do the odd high flyer move here and there um so we got a lot of that kind of action in and out of the ring I guess one of the big spots of the night was um Santos Escobar getting squashed again through the fence. Well, not onto the fence this time, like he did last time, but um, yeah, through the fence. And then um MSK done their finishing move. Bronson Reed went up top, dropped the tsunami on Raul Mendoza, and yeah, those guys retained their championship. So a decent opener.
1: I love this match. Before we before I talk about this match, I just want to give a shout out to Todd Pedingal for showing back up. Coming back <laughs> yeah. home, what a legend! They even showed a little reference to Doc Hendricks, Michael Hayes in the beginning. Yeah. There was the two hosts. I love that they did the, the the classic, the World Wrestling World Wrestling Federation, the revolutionary yeah. sports in sports. Yeah.
0: So they done they, they done that last year and it blew my mind. I was laughing for so yeah. long. Yeah, so this some really good
1: references. Oh yeah, they did do that last year. Mm. I, did, I forgot about that. They did, and Todd Peddingen wasn't last year. Wasn't yeah, 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 it? yeah. Right, yeah. Right. So they did bring him back, but yeah, it was good to have these references. Uh. In regard to this match, I've always been a fan of Raul Mendoza. I think he's underrated, special, yeah, yeah. and and I felt him and Bronson stole the show in, in these matches. in the, in, the, in the first match, I felt I felt. Bro, I think I wasn't really a big fan of Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. I wasn't really a big fan of his work before, um, but he's really grown on me. And I, as a for a big guy, he's very agile. Yeah. Very, he, you know, he he's a bit like Bam Bam Bigelow, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: He does the cartwheels like Bam Bam Bigelow and he's but he's got an yeah, like, earthquake about him as
1: well, yeah. There's a little bit of earthquake, yeah, for sure. I did, I, I think he did. Did he not, if, correct me if I'm wrong, did he not come out to the rim like dressed as Bigelow one time, like, like yeah, 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 he had yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. To Bigelow? yeah. So, yeah, Bam I, Bam I
0: like I, I like how they're kind of really protecting and booking the tsunami as the finisher that you know, the top yeah. of the splash. And obviously, if a man that size lands on you, like yeah, the chances are you're not getting up. So I hope they keep that up because that could kind of, you know, really help shoot him further up the card when you know the North American run is all said and done.
1: And I think that I think that needs to be. I think they need to do it across the board. Yes, there's some there's some moves where people should kick out of today because you know wrestling has evolved. Yeah, but it, it it has come to a place where everybody's kicking out of everything now you know i mean that finish moves are no longer special so yes absolutely right spot on with the Bronson finisher definitely protect that but i think they need to like look at that in general and start say okay what moves is it where you're done i think the only move that was protected for a long time is the f5 i think by brock lesnar
0: yeah yeah Yeah, for quite a while until roman kicked out of six at wrestlemania (laughs) (laughs) freaking hell man and they wonder why people hate him. All right, hate. that is my head of the table. I don't care. He could kick out of them. No. Yes. No. <laughs> I love I do like Reigns, but no. Um
1: Paul, what did you think of this match? What any takes and 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 who and um anyone out of these competitors that you're really enjoying? Any of these workers that you're really enjoying? I think they're all amazing
2: in the ring. There's like but the one that stands out out of the ring as well is Escobar. I love yeah. Escobar, man. That's a lot. so good.
0: He's yeah. like,
2: I don't know if you saw the um like the pre-show. They they had sit down interviews with uh, each of the each of the three teams. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh Escobar just stands. He, he's like he's like the sort of lucha version of Reigns the way he speaks. It's like, it's quiet, it's not rushed. He's menacing. He leads the other two because the other two are—they're all right on the mic, you know. Mendoza's not great, but no. but he's—he's he's, you know he's fantastic in the ring. Waking uh, Wild's fantastic in the ring. Escobar's got it all. He yeah, for sure. As far as I'm for concerned, sure. just stick him in the main title picture. I think he's, I think it's brilliant. This sure. this, is,
0: this is their Latino guy that can speak English and speak yeah, yeah. just in general very well like they I, I, have it I, all with Escobar they shouldn't mess
1: it up and I could be wrong here by saying this because I don't know this for sure but I wouldn't be surprised if when Andrade was kind of raising these grievances about where he is in the position and he's like and obviously I know they, they first did they first declined his ask for release when he asked for, for his release they first said no he mm-hmm. was told no but I think they probably thought about it afterwards and was like well you got Escobar you know, I, I know it's not a case of it being one Latino in, one Latino out. I'm not talking about like that, but I do feel like I love Andrade. He's, as everybody knows, Andrade is one of my favorite wrestlers, and it's well documented that I love Andrade. Uh, but obviously, I, I always felt his lack of English did hold him back. With Escobar, they don't have that problem, so I feel like they can just be like, well, you, you know, you could push Escobar to the moon with NXT, and then that he could be the, you know, the face of. Latina wrestling for the WWE, you know what I mean? Yeah, bro.
0: He he was he was cruiserweight champion facing Carrying Cross just before Carrying Cross became champion. Exactly. They, they've already, you know, they've got the foresight for where they want to put this guy eventually, you know. So. And
1: and and they're gonna get over in the main roster. Look, that's three good-looking lads as well. You know, the women are gonna love them when they go to that main roster. They have they have sex appeal. They're great workers. He's great on the mic. Like it's gonna work. They're, they're gonna. Yeah, love they're-
2: it. They'll put him on the main roster and stick a mask battle back on him. That's what they'll do, because <laughs> that's what happens when everybody leaves NXT, it all oh, goes wrong. Yeah. Just not take anybody. Very true as
1: well, Paul. That's very true as well.
2: As an NXT marketer, you can't take anyone from NXT, so we just want to keep them all there, because you put them on Raw and it all goes. Who has one? Um, well,
1: the
0: women, Drew McIntyre. The woman,
1: yeah, McIntyre wasn't really
0: NXT though. He's he's a bit of a cheat code, yes, but um, I guess he has worked. Um, I would say like
1: Sasha, Charlotte, Sasha Bailey,
0: Bailey, yeah,
2: Kevin Owens when he came up. Like, think if you remember the debut when he walked out to Cena, fantastic. Brought the NXT that was that was hot.
0: That was he he was very hot.
1: He even when he won the Universal Title, like they really could have done more with that. You know, they yeah. really could have done more with that because he was
0: ready. Well, that's when they done him and Jericho dirty. Remember, they had the whole 1st of all friendship and then didn't even leave them with the Universal title to go on to WrestleMania, squashed him for Goldberg. and That's oh, when yeah. it went
1: wrong, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, what was the second match, my
0: friend? So the next match on the card was the Lee, yeah. it? Up. yes xia ah. versus mercedes martinez so this is the match that mm-hmm. they were building as you know four years in the making where um mercedes martinez had beaten xia in the may young classic xia that brought disgrace upon her family so on so forth and obviously we've got this kind of new reborn xia on the tn shah now um really good entrance love xia entrance every time i see it um came out she had this battle with Mercedes Martinez this was short compared to a usual takeover match which is usually you know kind of 15 20 minutes plus this was like seven minutes or so um but I think we were all probably waiting for what happened at the end which is why this match made the um the takeover card um but yeah a lot of action in and outside the ring at one point Boa tried to get involved um wasn't successful. Martinez battled him off. Um, they got back into the ring, and then we saw um Zaire Lee hit Martinez with like this spinning kick, which I'm not sure I've seen her before. I know she's used a lot of uh, offense with her feet, but yeah, Martinez sold it well, knocked her out, got the pin over Martinez, and then um Zion Lee went to get a chair from Boa to continue the beat down on Martinez. Martinez got up, used the chair against Zaire Lee and Boa, which made um Mei Ying, the mysterious figure in this in the throne, get up and have a stare down with Martinez, which they eventually stepped to each other. Martinez went to kind of attack Mei Ying. Mei Ying grabbed her by the throat and um proceeded to kind of throw her in and around the ring area. So maybe we're seeing Mei Ying kind of get involved with the um the in-ring kind of stuff with Xyali and Boa now. But um pretty decent match, just didn't last very long. But yeah.
1: Very happy for Zaya Lee. I've seen her progress uh, since the May Young Classic. Um, why are you laughing, Mick? Because <laughs> that's your
0: girlfriend. <laughs> no, it's, it's a good friend.
1: Of she's a good friend of mine. I will say that. But I've been, I'm very happy for her, um, and I was very ex- excited that she's finally getting to paper a uh, pay per view debut. Um, <laughs> she needs a bit more work, though. Zaya so Lee, I, need- I feel so.
2: Yeah. In
1: what in what yeah. way? I don't know. I just she wasn't bad. It wasn't. I like destroyed a friendship now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just I, obviously she's working hard and she's not bad at all. She's not, <laughs> yeah. she's not bad at all. She's like I just feel like I, it felt to me when she did that spin kick that she was wind Like she got winded after that when she did that kick onto Mercedes. And it, maybe it was the way she landed. Yeah, I, I, landed I, I was surprised.
0: Thing. I was surprised that that was the finish. Because it, it yeah. seems to have been yeah. like wow, like by the commentators, there was no name for it, it just kind of came out of nowhere. Like I said, Mart- Martinez sold it well, then it stopped, yeah, pinned it, yeah, yeah. it was over. Like, so,
1: but she looks amazing, and I love the entrance, I love this faction, I love it. Um, yeah. this mystery woman with Mia Yang, this was it, was it, it? <laughs> May yeah. Ling, May Ling. Ling, yeah,
2: okay, it's, it's, it's Karen Q, right? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. so, yeah. so she can go, she can go mm. in the ring.
0: Yes, definitely.
2: She, she got in. Did she did. She come to WWE before. Did she get injured. I,
0: so I believe she yeah. was in the performance center, or maybe she was on one of those Mae Young classics, and yeah. she did get injured. And this yeah. is her coming back. So she's been on the roster for a while.
1: So that's good, and like it's building up, and they're making her like a really dark force. I know it's just, it's very '90s. What I'm watching with her and that whole, mm-hmm. like, it's, it reminds me of. Go on. So have
2: you have you seen, because everybody bangs on about it being like Mortal Kombat and all that. There was a series on Sky Now something called Warrior, which is like an old uh, Bruce Lee script from back in the okay. 70s. Uh, and they made that into two series. It's that. It's just that all over. <laughs> Ch- uh, Ch- Chinese immigrants coming over to build San Francisco back in the 18th, 19th century. Uh, but with all these factions that have come over, it, they're just one of those factions. Right. Watch it, and you'll you'll see what I mean. But yeah, it's it's got so many influences from that, like that mark on the wrist and, and the hand, and all the graphics and stuff. They do it really well in terms of. I'd love to see it on a bigger, like get them back, like a proper takeover. They made yeah. such a big deal of the fact that they were, you know, they were packing out the CWC, but there were only th- <laughs> three hundred <300 people>. fans there. <laughs> I looked it up. It's like how many are there? It doesn't sound like many. Yeah, and no. it wasn't. But it's like you look at Daly's place and it's putting fifteen hundred in, and yeah. even um, Full Cell at fifteen hundred as well. Full Full Cell did he have up to fifteen hundred? Yeah, I, I, I checked because I I wasn't sure because I started looking back at some old takeovers. Like, but, like because the, this the is Match. Full
0: Cell, this is Full Cell, isn't it? They it, just it? redone it. Yeah, I think it's the same place. They just called it the CWC, and obviously they've made it look more like a WWE look. Sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. I think it's the same building. So maybe that's what's made the capacity smaller. Yeah, maybe. Because I'm pretty sure they it's need... the same place.
2: They either need to get more in or get those people who are in a bit more hyped up because at the like at the beginning they were dead. Yeah. yeah. I
0: feel like the bulletproof glass yeah,
1: yeah. casing kind of drowns out some of the noise as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Yeah, maybe I am being a bit harsh with I'm very happy for her, and, and and I'm loving this new faction, and um, and she looked great. And I'm loving the braids, the sword.
0: Uh, Damn, that that was, was a good look, yeah. I that wish she like
1: used, used the sword. <laughs> I wanted to use the sword.
0: That's maybe what she should have used instead of the steel chair after the match. Yeah. But it's going to be interesting where uh, Martinez goes because she's been rumoured to actually be um, Eva Marie's muscle, with Eva Marie returning to the main roster oh, tonight man. on Raw. Um, It was either going to be Mercedes Martinez or Piper Niven from NXT UK. Yeah. So... um. I guess we'll see on, on Raw if even Marie does turn up today as she's supposed to. So, even she's
1: coming back as an active wrestler, then
0: apparently not. Apparently, she's coming back as some type of um, yeah, supporting role for a wrestler. That was the first thing that was reported. And then last week, it was reported that she's coming back with some muscle, either M- Martinez or I think Rodriguez. it would be genius
1: to do the muscle movement because she's not really great in the ring. She might have improved, she might have improved since she last wrestled for WWE. I don't know, she might much better now but if she's still not a great worker i think it'd be genius for her to just be really shit in the ring kept beating up <laughs> less less. and then the muscle is the reason why she wins the so. matches, and yeah, the yeah. muscle is the reason why she becomes the champion i think it would get a lot of heat yeah i think a yeah. genius and you know what it's funny i remember i think i predicted that's what i think i said that's what they should have done in guerrilla position back in 2015 or 16 um I think that's what I said. I said that they should do that with Eva Marie and make Naya Jax the muscle. The muscle. That's, that's what I said back then.
2: Mm. So They should still do that now. Just, just for yeah. sure. For sure, they yeah. should. They still should it do that.
1: Now. Yeah, for
2: but sure. Martinez d- d- doesn't get. I don't really know what her role is in NXT. She just she she gets booked to make other people look strong. She's yeah. not that that veteran. Yeah, She's that's not what it is. Been there that long.
1: Yeah, she, well, I mean, she hasn't been in WWE for that long, but she has wrestled for a long no, time. No, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I mean in NXT. Yeah, oh, yes. no, no. yeah they've brought her in for, like, May Young Classic, enhancement matches here and there yeah, for, yeah. like, the past, what, 10 years now, 5, 10 years. But, yeah, she's only kind of just signed now. And I, I still think she's probably is playing some type of player-coach kind of role, you know, mentor yeah. to the younger ladies and, um, yeah, putting putting them over, like you say.
1: If you get called to the main roster, your money goes up, Right.
0: That was what was happening before. I'm sure it still happens now, but apparently the golf is not that big because obviously there's a like big indie stars in NXT now. So mm-hmm. the but I was thinking is- because yeah.
1: of TV licensing and things like that. But then again, NXT's TV license
0: as well, isn't it? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. That's why that's why the golf has, has closed. But I'm sure it's still Ah, closed. yeah, that's right.
1: So it would have made more sense before because it wasn't much it was on yeah, um, it was on the yeah, network yeah, only, on the wasn't network. it? Yeah. That's why people were crying before. Nobody cares anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's why people want
2: to stay stay at NXT. <laughs> yeah, 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 they don't want to get see their career get destroyed, man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right, my friend. Okay. Um. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Let's see what happens with the whole B faction thing. Pretty cool. Um. Max, what was next, my friend?
0: So next match, we had Cameron Grimes versus LA Knight. This was the million dollar championship ladder match. Um. This was the match that had probably been had one of the better builds going into it. Obviously, Cameron Grimes and his newfound um. I was about to say fame, but I guess it's fortune. Um, And then LA Knight, who kind of presents himself that way, but admittedly, he said himself, I'm not rich, I'm not a millionaire. One of these guys is going to continue on Ted DiBiase's legacy. Um, Really brutal kind of ladder match. This, like, they didn't kind of like fall off ladders or anything like that so much. There was some of those kind of spots, but it was more like falling onto ladders and using ladders as weapons, which was pretty gnarly at times for these guys um we saw um Cameron Grimes take a big jump off like a scaffolding thing um inside the arena onto LA Night. um there was like the point we think is towards the finish where um Cameron Grimes went and got the big gold ladder rather than the other little ones that was around and um he climbed up that and um, what's his face? L.A. Knight tipped over the ladder He fell onto two ladders outside The arena and L.A. Knight just kind of Climbed up, sauntered up, unhooked The briefcase which had the, the million dollar Belt inside, Um, came Down, Ted DiBiase opened the briefcase For him and gave him the championship Um, I thought it was a really Good match, it was fun One thing I felt was missing was that Cameron Grahams was the face In this, L.A. Knight is the heel But I didn't feel that there was Any kind of Dastardly behavior from LA Knight to really kind of exaggerate the fact he's the heel and that now he's the 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 um, million dollar champion. I felt like maybe I don't know. For instance, Ted Dibiase could have turned and kind of been in LA Knight's corner all along, sending his security to kind of hold Cameron Grimes back, or I don't know. I just felt like by the end of it, you didn't feel sympathy for Cameron Grimes not winning it. It was just kind of oh well. Either one of these guys, okay. This guy won it, okay. And it's like, do you see what I mean? Is Cameron Grimes officially a face, though? Or are you just assuming more more or less? Yeah, he's turned in the last couple of weeks.
1: Paul, what do you think? But
0: I was absolutely convinced Grimes was
2: winning this all the way through until even at the point where, where Knight's standing at the top, unhooking the thing. I'm like, well, something's gonna happen. Tibios yeah. is gonna get involved. What and then he just. It, you, I know there's been the build's been really good, and the other matches like before, the, there's been no build. They've just mm. created a build in like two weeks, like the thing with Martinez and Zaylee. They've just like brought that up suddenly. Um, but <laughs> this this one this one had a build. Uh, Dibiaseka, I'm not convinced about dbiosi being back in the. Uh,
0: I think I this is it though. I don't think we'll see him again beyond. After no, no, half, it, it.
2: It, but yeah, I just assume because Grimes is over everybody. Yeah, Grimes has he's got the character down. He's he's annoying as hell. Um he's he's playing into real life, you know, he's made his fortune through stocks and whatever. Um the crowd love him, and LA Knight's only been with the company a month or two. Or
1: yeah, but he,
2: he need does he need it
1: realistically Is that why they have
2: giving it to him.
1: No, but no, but realistically, out of the two. Who do you no offense to Cameron Grimes, right? Mm-hmm. He's good. He is really he is really good. I'm not saying that he's not. But I had
0: two. Who do you, I could see L.A. Knight being the star over Cameron Grimes. Yeah, both of them, I personally think are main roster guys. Just character wise, they're main roster guys. Like, but what I feel and it's a good thing what Paul brought up because I think that's why L.A. Knight for me was always gonna win because they've had this build. And because um, Grimes has just turned face in like the last two weeks, let the heel win, you know, while he his face kind of grows, you know, a bit more as he becomes more of a baby face, um, then he will eventually beat LA Knight for it, which I think is going to happen. But like I said, they could have garnered something that, you know, would have helped towards that in this match like if ted would have turned and sent his security guards to hold back cameron grimes or something then it's like a bit more Ah, oh, i feel sorry for cameron grimes or i hate la night you see what i mean it's just a bit more of something Someone's on my doorbell
1: you guys keep talking
0: <laughs> but yeah, yeah. That's, that's, for me that's what was missing that's a bit more drawing emotion for either one side or the other out of this match
2: yeah i don't, I don't feel anything i not LA Knights only just come in, and I don't, I just don't get what his character is yet. And he's suddenly been like parachuted into this kind of, yeah, like it, you, you know, when they did the um, they did the vignettes last week, and it was just like the two of them trading off about who deserves to be the million dollar, yeah, they're just, yeah, yeah. It, was the, it was literally the same vignette,
0: <laughs> <laughs> two different just, guys,
2: yeah, yeah, it was just two different guys, it, like two different people <laughs> in a swimming pool, one hairier than the other, that's all yeah. it was,
0: yeah, literally.
2: So they've just given, they've given Grimes, they've given Knight the same character as Grimes. There's no difference. Except
0: La- like Grimes La- does it better. Yeah, yeah, LA Knight is just like a, a polished looking version of who you would think the modern man, the modern million, de- million dollar man would look yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. While Cameron Grimes is like the guy that's almost fluked his way to that kind of wealth. But yeah, I don't know. What do you think, Skillet? Uh- so obviously i haven't
1: been following this feud as closely as paul or yourself Max. but from watching takeover i would say that because because when when i first heard that dibiase was was helping out nxt talent right i was a bit like oh my god what are they doing But, but 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 i would say i would say I feel DiBiase has added to this feud.
0: 100%.
1: I think DiBiase has made this very entertaining, helping Grimes and and LA Knight get this feud over. I personally would have sided DiBiase with Grimes, personally, because I feel everybody knows LA Knight's a great talker, right? He's a really good talker. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't need a manager. I'm not saying Grimes necessarily needs a manager, but with that gimmick, with the whole gimmick of being a millionaire, The best ever millionaire gimmick WWE's ever done is Ted DiBiase, Million Dollar Man, right? Mm -hmm. So to give Grimes a little bit of rub of that Million Dollar Man magic, I think that would work, personally. Mm -hmm. That's what I was kind of looking forward to, but I don't know. So I still feel they shouldn't get rid of DiBiase. I think DiBiase should still be very much part of whatever's going to happen in the future, and I would put DiBiase with Grimes. One thing I will say about the Million Dollar Belt that belt has never worked with anyone apart from the Million Dollar Man. They tried it on. They tried it on Virgil. That didn't work Austin. Did they, they put, put it on? Austin? It on, they put it on Steve Austin. Yeah, and that they retired it. <laughs> that, exactly. That did not work. So they have. They now this is the final chance where they could p- finally probably yeah. make it work on somebody else. It might work at LA Knight. LA Knight might carry it. I honestly felt if they put it on Grimes, they they could have probably done something with that.
2: I, I, yeah, I agree. That's why I think they should have put it on Grimes, because I think he's got more, more to him. I think he can do more with it. I don't know what he'd do with it, but yeah. I think he'd do more with it than uh, LA Knight. But like you said, they're both great talkers.
0: Yeah. I think it's going to come, guys. I think it's definitely the fact, like, they, like I said, he, this guy's just become a baby face. They're going to need some more kind of sympathy on him before he gets that big win and what he's chasing sort of thing. And then we'll see all the kind of comedic sketches and everything you guys are saying with Grimes and the... Uh, and the belt, they just want us to wait a bit longer for it.
1: I did think there was a good touch that the belt was in a, you know, confined, safe kind of yeah, case. Yeah, yeah. And, and it had those, you know, those typical police swap men that takes came of, like, big money, you know. An N- like...
0: NXT performance center. type. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: but I felt that that was quite, that was a good touch. It's a nice over, touch, definitely. Over just a belt hanging and you're grabbing it. Yeah. And it's giving that belt pristine. And a lot yeah, of people... 100% who would not know who DiBiase is back in his heyday, you'd be like, oh, this is pretty cool. It's It's still the same belt as well. It hasn't changed at all. Same same belt, which I love. Amazing. All right. Yeah, I I enjoyed that. Um, And what was next again? Next,
0: Um, We had the Women's Championship match. It was Raquel Gonzalez defending the NXT Women's Championship with Ember Moon. Um, Raquel Gonzalez comes to the ring with her... her, Well, at this point, it's her sidekick, Dakota Kai. And... um, Yes, starts off a pretty good match. Ember Moon is kind of out here after the belt, of course, but avenging what Raquel Gonzalez did to her tag team partner, Shotzi Blackheart. Um, pretty early on, Dakota Kai is already kind of getting involved here and there trying to get involved in a match we saw Raquel Gonzalez some of her moveset has kind of evolved past just you know the regular powerhouse sort of stuff she at one point she done well I say that but she's, she brought back a sidewalk slam and I was saying thinking to myself earlier when I watched this I haven't seen someone do a sidewalk slam for absolute years maybe like early 2000 so good to see that and then she done some type of twisting Vader bomb um when Amber Moon was in the corner as well to follow up the sidewalk slam which I thought was pretty impressive so good to see like she's kind of evolving and learning a bit more as as champion um again Amber Moon kind of fought her way into it at one point she got um into a submission got Raquel Gonzalez into submission we saw Dakota guy pushing the ropes towards Raquel Gonzalez to reach the ropes um which she did and then the last straw was Ember Moon delivering, delivering the eclipse to Raquel Gonzalez. Raquel Gonzalez landed by the ropes. Dakota Kai flipped Raquel Gonzalez's leg onto the ropes. Um, and then that was it. It brought out Shotzi Blackheart, who we haven't seen since maybe three, four weeks now from when Raquel Gonzalez um, kind of writ her off TV, so to speak. And um, she chased Dakota Kai out of the arena. Um, we saw Ember Moon give Raquel Gonzalez a DDT to the outside. And then um, it was brilliantly sold by Raquel Gonzalez and obviously very hard being a very big lady that she is to pull her back into the ring so Ember Moon struggled by the time she did um, didn't get the three count um, Raquel Gonzalez ev- eventually fought her way back into the match given like a snake eyes into the corner then picked her up for that kind of one handed power bomb that she does laid out Ember Moon and retained the championship
1: Ember Moon did a great job uh, making it like a million bucks. 100. I think this is what they need to do. This pair, Rico, Rico Gonzalez, not a bad worker, don't get me wrong, but just mm. pair her up with like really established workers. So, like, you know, the Ember Moons, the Candies, yeah. the uh, Rays, who else? At NXT is
0: quite, there's quite a few, right? Mercedes Martinez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely give her more of the experienced workers to kind of. You know, mold her craft and, you know, they, they can carry the match, so to speak. And, yeah. I mean, like I said, it's good to kind of see her repertoire evolving. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's something I was going to say. I'll leave it to the main event. But, yeah, I'm I'm happy with what she's done so far as champion.
1: Well, yourself, Paul, what do you think about Raquel Gonzalez?
0: She's
2: getting there. She, struck, she struggles because she's come straight in after Rhea Ripley and she's not Rhea Ripley. That's the problem. And she's another like big powerhouse wrestler. Yeah. But she's she, she's her own woman. She's good. She's really good. She's she's not the greatest talker in the world yet. No. Um, she suffers a bit from that um, Nia Jax thing of being a really big powerhouse and having a really kind of small voice. Voice. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Nia Jax has got the same thing where she's like, you know, big powerhouse. Then she speaks and you go, no. <laughs> um, but, uh, but I mean, yeah, she's she's she, if you put her in the ring with the right people, she comes across brilliant. Ember Moon's a good person to, to because Ember Moon's got the best finisher in NXT as far if you hit if the Eclipse gets hit, it looks amazing awful, if yeah, they yeah. sell it right, yeah, uh, and yeah. and she sold it brilliantly. Um, it was it was it was really good. I enjoyed the enjoyed the match. Um, I just I'm not sure who else. Yeah, like you say, you put it with Candice LeRae i assuming they're going to break up the Kota Kai and uh, that'll be the next place they'll go. So yeah. they'll have those two warring against each other. Then Shotzi will get involved. Yeah. And that's where I see it going. But yeah. Frank Frankie match. Monet.
0: I think Frankie oh, Monet wow. is probably going to going to dabble in the championship picture before too before too late. What do you why Paul, you're not you happy have Not sold, not sold. <laughs> I've only seen her once and I don't know where she, I don't know anything about her. I don't know her background or anything. But I just got like you, you know Frankie Monet.
1: Taya Valkyrie.
0: Taya Valkyrie.
1: Oh, she's in she's in NXT. <laughs>
0: yeah. She signed uh <laughs> 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 she signed to maybe about she, oh, she, signed, she signed in like February but um she did she, she debuted she after to... she debuted after stand and deliver um and then she had her first match last week I think it was. Okay so yeah. she's
1: now showed up in NXT now. Yeah. Okay yeah, yeah she's a good worker.
0: Okay. Yeah yeah she's, she's good she was a previous knockouts champion I think they can put her with um, Dakota as well. I'm sorry. I think I it's her it. a gimmick that I just can't stand
2: but maybe I'm not meant to like it. <laughs>
0: that yeah that is exactly it it's the whole sure. bougie kind of yeah. yeah that kind of stuff yeah it's the dog man
1: there was some controversy <laughs> on online with uh, Raquel gonzalez saying that she's the first latina women
0: So I, <laughs> so i wa- so i oh, watched I this, this press conference i watched this press conference that they do and and these are p- pretty good they're doing like remember like new japan used to do those press conferences before like big matches they they're yeah, trying, yeah, to, yeah. trying to emulate something like that so I, I'm not quite sure I actually heard Raquel Gonzalez say this. I think WWE have put this in as a quote, but I can't find any evidence that she actually said this, that she's the first and best WWE Latina woman's champion. And obviously, um, Bailey is of Latina heritage. Nikki Bella is of Latina heritage and some other women as Melina, well. Melina. Melina, yeah. So it's like, how can how can she say that? But like, did she actually say that is the, is the question that's being bandied around. But yeah, okay.
1: It's interesting. A lot of people were upset about that. <laughs> I, I watched the press
0: conference. I watched the press conference, and I didn't hear that myself, unless okay. I missed it. But
1: yeah. Um, before we get talked about the main event, uh, there was a backstage promo where Todd Pedicle was doing some funny stuff with like VHS footage, videos. He did a, um, what was that, Karate Fighters thing? Do you, you, you ever used to oh, play, yeah, that, yeah, play? We, we, that No. no. I, Do you know what? I saw that. Never seen that before in my life. I, <laughs> but, I, I've seen but, it. i never played it. I was like, it looks trash back then and it looks trash now. But, <laughs> but he was playing that with, what's that man's Dexter, name again? Dexter Loomis. Dexter
2: Loomis. Dexter Loomis. Right. Yeah, and He's he, he's he's going he's gonna get put put in the main picture soon. Or he's gonna get put in a picture at some point. Yeah. But I wanted, yeah.
1: I wanted to hear your thoughts because are you first of all, most, Paul, are you a fan of Dexter Lewis and and B? Were you a fan of Todd Pettingill making a joke mm. with Dexter? Mm. And are, are you a fan of Dexter even playing this game? First of all, most? with Tom Peticle for then Tom to say, oh, what's, what's the women like? What's women life like? in your And then he's, like, looking down, upset. Like, it's obviously, they've kind of turned into a bit of a comedy act. Well, in this segment, they have. I'm not saying they have completely. But is comedy acts what you want to see from a Dexter or did you want to keep him like a sinister, mean kind of character? They,
2: they keep pushing him that way, though. They, they're doing it all the time. Like, every single actual story that Loomis has been involved in, has got comedy involved in it, he, like right back to where he kidnapped Cameron Grimes. If, if a Hubbard. kid, yeah, if a kidnapping can ever be funny, I'm not really sure. Um, and then, then there's the bit now we've got where he's in love with um, Indy Hartwell. got Indy Hartwell from the way. Um, so they've not actually booked that They only at the very beginning do they bring him in and go, "This guy's odd, and you don't want to mess with him." From then on, it's been this guy's odd and draws,
1: right? Yeah. You
2: know, I, I know you've got to bring reality into it. Yes, he can draw well, but it's a weird thing to put into
0: like the, the problem with Loomis. Yeah, is that his character is basically serial killer. <laughs> it's like, how can he be a serial killer on this PG product? You see what I mean? Yeah, so it's yeah. like, and then where people are like, um. A bit more evolved in their character, for instance, like Karrion Cross. Um, he has kind of it's like a hitman assassin ish kind of gimmick or something like that. But, like, how do we now portray serial killer in a PG way? Like, we, I don't, I don't we know. go comedy, apparently. Because, and this is the thing yeah. I said, I said after Halloween Havoc, when he had that match with um Cameron Grimes in the haunted mm-hmm. house, this has to be his ceiling, like, he must just be someone we pull out every year for Halloween because in and around the place, where does he really fit in? They're going to start doing comedy stuff with him if they can't fit him in elsewhere. Yeah, interesting.
1: That's,
2: if you book him, I suppose Cross has got that kind of niche taken. If you book him that strong, hmm. that th- you can only book him against Cross and then one of them has to lose.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: So, yeah, I don't know how else you book a comedy
1: serial killer <laughs> <laughs> that draws <laughs> the <That> draws <laughs> yeah yeah uh, yeah this, this is yeah it's crazy all right okay it's interesting to see I, I don't know how i feel about dexter loomis really
0: ne- neither do I. I i don't know how i feel about him anymore is he, uh, he's always around the the periphery though
2: isn't he? he's never really involved in the main picture anywhere
0: I think they says? had they had sights for him to be North American champion and he got injured before. You guys remember there was a last ladder match for the North American Championship sometime last year. Um I can't remember what pay-per- pay-per-view what NXT pay-per-view it was, but he was supposed to be in that and I think like, he done something to his foot, maybe broken his toe or broke his foot or something like that uh, and he got taken out of the match. Yeah, 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 he got taken out of the match. I think he was meant to become a um, North American champion at that pay-per-view in that ladder match. Um yeah. So I think they rate him somewhat, but um yeah, it's just where is he really gonna fit in in the grand scheme of things?
1: Speaking yeah. of the way, because it was referenced earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh they did a tribute to the Click. Did you see their ring attire? Yeah. Uh
0: really
1: so Gargana well, yeah. was Sean Michaels, Candice LeRae was one to three kid, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's my man's name again? Really Austin good. Fury was Austin Diesel. Fury Austin was Austin Diesel. Fury. Mm. And what's the name
0: of the chick? The lady, in, in Indy Hartwell. Hartwell.
1: She was Razor Ramon, mm. and the dog they carried with them was Triple H. It's on to her.
0: There was a there was a picture where Triple H and Shawn Michaels joined them in in their poses as well.
1: Oh really? Okay, I need to see that. Yeah, okay, that's nice. pretty cool. Let's talk about the main event. Speaking of ring attires as well, Pete Dunn's all white. Um, England kit. Uh, he's England kit. England kit. Yeah, nice. Was that
2: supposed to be England
1: kit? Is that what it was? Yeah, it was that's England what Wade kit. Barrett hey, said. Yeah.
2: Hey, what, if you look um, at the back. Oh, when he walked on, he's he's got like the, the blue bear badge with the red
1: on it as well. Ah yes, yeah, I did that see that yeah. Uh big up mm. Pete Dunn because that was yeah, that was a really nice uh, that was a really nice ring of time to pull that mm, off his belt. Cool. It was pretty cool. So yeah, so Pete Dunn, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Gargano, Gargano <laughs> <laughs> and uh Carrie and Cross for the NXT title in a fatal five way match. I really enjoyed this match. This is actually good fun.
0: Did I did think got? it was a, a good match. Um, it, it's funny because obviously when the match started, all four men were in the ring, just basically looking at Karrion Cross after he'd finished all his mad poses and all of that kind of stuff <laughs> that he does, the theatrics. And it's just a callback to, you know, they've all made fun of him being all these, you know, bells and whistles and all entrance and stuff like that. And then it's like the entrance finishes and all these guys are just standing in the ring, no selling it completely. Um yeah. And, but uh, this match was good, like Skillet said, but I felt there was a lot of, like, um, you know, Karrion Cross beats up everyone, then he gets taken out, and then the four real technicians go to work. And then Karrion Cross works his way back into the match, beats up everyone, suplex, 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 gets taken out, and then the four real technicians go back to work. It was it was that kind of pattern until we got towards the finish, where um, Kyle O'Reilly obviously had his hands on Adam Cole, had him in a submission move. I guess through his... Hatred for Adam Cole. He didn't want to let go of him while he had him in a submission, thinking he was going to make Adam Cole tap out, even when he found himself in trouble being locked in that um, that straight jacket hold um, that Carrion Cross does. And eventually he kind of started foaming at the mouth, which I thought was really well sold by Kyle O'Reilly. And then released Adam Cole. Adam Cole rolled out the ring and he passed out. Referee lifted up his arm, dropped it. Karrion Cross retains the NXT championship, basically defeating the entire NXT main event scene.
1: So, yeah. Uh, Paul, what did you think of this match?
2: I loved it. I thought it was a great match. Five ways are hard to pull off, man. There's so much going on and, and trying to get it so that you haven't got one guy kind of just standing around looking at another guy. And then two guys going at it while there's a guy asleep outside somewhere. It's <laughs> it's really difficult to keep it going. And I thought they did it really, really well. I don't think there were any, I can't remember any botches really.
1: I, no. think,
2: I think Gargano was brilliant. I love Johnny Gargano. I think he's fantastic. But One of the, the best. The, the spot when um, Cross um, threw him against the ring apron, the edge of the ring apron, and they <laughs> nearly killed him. And then yeah yeah and then then got him back in the ring and did like a sort of revolving F five thing. F five
0: release F five thing. Oh my that? god yeah that was crazy.
2: So I mean they say that Cross can't you know the, the accusation that Cross you know can't wrestle and he can't mm-hmm. like like the other four guys can but if they but book him can strong wrestle. oh
1: yeah. Can yeah
2: yeah and that, they booked him strong in this like you know in the first bit when when you know he takes one on at a time destroys each one you know. Um, then he goes through the door of the house. Yeah. I was waiting for something to happen with the house for the mm. entire show. <laughs> um, uh, because uh, last time, Io Shirai
0: threw herself off it. She jumped off the top, yeah.
2: Yeah, and that's that's the major thing that I remember from the last one. Um, but the, I think this was the only thing they did with the house at any point in time.
0: Um, Shotzi Blackheart threw Dakota Kai into the flowers oh, yeah, into, in front. Into the planter. Into yeah. the plants, yeah. And apparently Dakota <laughs> Kai is like a massive flower plant person so that was like a little <laughs> it was a little joke inside joke for the ladies of nxt yeah but yeah it was
1: good um match. no
0: very good match right decision to keep carrying
1: keeping the belt Carrie's gonna keep it for a little while um one thing i have i'd noticed of all the cuts wwe have been making roderick strong and bobby fish has not been cut right so do you feel when the time is right that we'll see the undisputed era return.
0: I think their best bet of success on the main roster is them being together for sure, for sure. And that's why I going? About...
2: are they going main roster though? Are
0: they I'm ever sure. gonna
1: go main roster? I don't think the, the, they, need, yeah. they need to, man. Like Adam Cole needs to be in the main roster. Adam Cole does need to go, uh, he's, like, he's
0: done everything.
1: I don't like what they did. I mean. Kyle O'Reilly is still a badass, in my opinion. I love him, but I just feel like because he can. He's, like, he's he not can, a top guy. He's not no, top no, but he can be. Kyle O'Reilly, he I think he be. could be. I, I,
0: really I have, I have be. seen him. I have seen him there before, but I think his, his role to being a top guy it goes through people like Adam Cole and stuff. So they're going to have to tell that story very well. He's going to have to eventually beat Adam Cole for the championship, which means Adam Cole's going to have to have another title run. In my opinion, this is the best thing to do it. Problem. I can't think. I don't think this cool Kyle thing that they've started with. It's not working right now. It's no, it's not running. working. It's not working. It's no. not working. What the problem is?
1: Undisputed era was too good. They were so good. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like they were,
1: yeah. they were, they were, they were even better than. I, I followed their work back in New Japan and Ring yeah. of Honor. They were better, yeah. And they were better than that. They were so good that they need to be together going forward. Like I, I think Adam Cole has a great shot being a solo wrestler by himself. For sure. I'm just worried. I don't think strong fish and calorie will achieve that under a WWE collective unless they're together. So I no, there's what...
2: no way strong and fish will. They're not they're not good enough on their own. No. Roddy Strong can't can't talk. No. Um fish can, but yeah,
0: yeah I don't know. Yeah. Fish, fish is winding down his career slowly. Yeah, he's, yeah. Too, in, he's too injury
1: prone as well. He's too he's too injury, prone. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. But, okay. What I wanted to say, just about before we get into the, the final segment of this show. Yeah. With this, with Karrion Cross retaining, like I say, he's taken out the majority of the main roster. Uh, sorry, the, the main event picture of NXT. For me personally, and I, I want to see a match with him and Walter. Uh, I don't know how they're going to sort out the championship yeah. situation, but I think that's got to kind of be the next step. But I'm looking at Karrion Cross. I'm looking at Raquel Gonzalez as women's champion. And I don't know about you guys, but there's a part of me that feels like this isn't NXT. This isn't what at least NXT was early doors. And of course, the brand can evolve and stuff like that. But I've always felt like NXT champions of the women's and the men's could give you like a four star match at any given time in their sleep. And it's almost like Triple H, William Regal, whomsoever, has kind of mortgaged nxt on these different kind of wrestlers at the top of the card and i'm not even sure if it's, it's paying off what do you guys mm-hmm. think
1: i do feel nxt is definitely lacking something it's missing something i in my personal opinion it hasn't really been the same i mean it, i mean it was suffering even before this up period era for sure because of the covid and stuff like that uh, but now that this, they're going up to bring back fans into stadiums and, and arenas, um, I think on this. I mean, I, I think everybody does want to see Undisputed Era in the main roster. To be fair, so maybe maybe this is not a good shout. But I do think they need to reunite Undisputed Era. I just think NXT hasn't been the same since they brought them up as well. Yeah. But then again, that being said, I want to see Undisputed Era in the main roster. So I'm a bit like you know, um, but yeah, NXT is it's missing something for sure. It's kind of become a bit formulaic. Same kind of thing all the time. You expect this. Hey, and I think even with the color scheme, the lights, I think it needs to be a bit brighter. It's a bit dark. It's mm. you know what I mean? I don't know. I just think maybe maybe a change of arenas will help NC. Maybe. Maybe. You know, yeah. It's always in the full sale. It's always, you know, uh, unless they go to like and that's one thing NXT's missing as well. It's like takeovers in Brooklyn. Takeovers in oh yeah. Yeah, it's missing high-level show. shows. Yeah. High level yeah. shows. So yeah. Bro, I
0: watched I watched this takeover, and I, by the end of it, I thought that was a good show. But this is definitely the worst takeover, if I can say worst. It's the worst yeah. takeover I've seen. Like, what you think? I,
2: was, I was, so They said um, one of the I can't remember which commentator said, but they said, "No, I will tell you what, it was on. It was on another podcast. It was on um, Graves' podcast where they're saying that because um, Vic Joseph's on that as well. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. say every every, um, every takeover is better." Every t- And and I'd say every one of the last three or four have been gradually declining and going yeah, I off, agree. And been, they're going the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and part of it is the crowd thing. Part of it is there are no big rivalries really anymore. If you look, look at the biggest takeovers, you've got like Bailey Sasha, uh, Ciampa Gargano, uh, even uh, Joe and Finn. But, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the, I can't really... Name you one at the mm-hmm. moment that's at that level. Nothing's at the level of Champa Gargano, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. That was yeah. that was top notch. I was a bit disappointed that we weren't getting um, because they they built they were talking about Thatcher and Champa against uh, grizzled young veterans. I thought we were getting that, but we're it's getting NXT. that NXT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought that, I thought that would be a decent decent rivalry you could build up because Zach yeah. Gibson's fantastic on the mic. Champa's brilliant at anything he does, mm. but it's got stale because it's like the third brand now. So it, that, like you were saying before, Skillet, about being called up, that was the big thing. Yeah. You, know, you did your stuff on NXT, mm. then you got called up, then it brought in a fresh new, and you got this There like, was a turnover. level of like
0: climax and turnover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. literally. And yeah. it's not there anymore because mm.
2: like it looks like people like Gargano, Champer, all of that roster are kind of here to stay. I don't think they're going anywhere. They botched (laughs) the Champa Gargano call-up completely when that happened. And now I don't think uh, it's ever going to happen.
0: And there's probably a level of inside the actual performers that I need to perform to get to the main roster. Yeah, yeah. But now, because there is, you know, you have the the choice of staying where you are, Mm -hmm. if you're that good, then, yeah, I don't need to, you know, kind of give my all every single time. I'm just going to get my charger. Keep talking. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, it's... It's a shame because I like I, I like I was a massive advocate for Raquel Gonzalez to become champion a hundred percent I was screaming it for weeks, and yeah. now she's here. Obviously, we're enjoying it, but yes, we can see. Okay, she's not quite all there yet. She's very good, but you know she yeah. isn't. You know all there. And carrying cross again, I'm enjoying his work, but. It, it's, it's hard because it, he's not what we're used to in, ta- in terms of he's, the, the yeah. caliber of in-ring performer that we usually get from an NXT champion. He's a main roster guy, hundred percent.
2: I mean, you, you, just just that entrance on a massive
0: stage. Imagine that at WrestleMania. Oh,
2: God, that would that would blow my mind.
0: <laughs> um,
2: but uh, yeah, and, and like so he doesn't. He's almost like too big to go into NXT.
0: At the beginning just, of the match, the main event when he finished his whole entrance and just stood there yeah. for a second, and you just yeah. see all these little guys, Johnny Gargano, yeah. beating down in the corner, like half his size. There was a point yeah. he was kneeling, taking punches from Johnny Gargano, and he was still the same height as Gargano. Kneeling. Yeah. Uh,
2: they, they do the stats, don't they, at the beginning now? Yeah. They did like a match card kind of thing. And, and you look yeah. at the heights of these guys, and it's just like... But Cross is just... He's not just like up there. He's out here as well. He's yeah. like, just a massive guy. And you look at Johnny Gargano, who's really... Skinny and small, yeah. ripped but small, and you just—it's—I it, know you've got to suspend belief. That's the whole point of it. But it's like you, you have to take it to a whole nother level. You struggle. Whereas, though. yeah, whereas he's—he's crosses like a WW. He's a your classic big big man, isn't he? You know, and you put him in SmackDown or Raw. There's loads of people that he can go mm-hmm. with. Yeah, but,
0: you know. I looked at I looked at his match cards. I looked at those match cards that you mentioned, and Cole was yeah. the tallest out of the other four at six four, and Karrion yeah. Cross six four. Yeah. So yeah, interesting.
1: All right. Before we talk about our review, I mean, we wrap up our we, before we wrap up and we give our you know scores of takeover. There was a last segment at the end of NXT takeover. Oh. Pandemonium was all over the gaff at NXT uncontrollable wrestlers are fighting each other backstage all over probably been happening throughout the whole week of, of nxt recently and regal has come to conclusion that it's uncontrollable and he can't do anything
0: for the product and uh, i'm he- not i'm not letting you get away with that bro I, i've been waiting all day expecting the william regal you know i've been here for seven years Go ahead. and it's, it's never been as bad as this and i think it's time for a change
1: so Regal says it's time for a change, and he walks off. He looks like he's gonna quit NXT. Are you? Do we know what's going on? Do we know? Do you think there's gonna be a new general manager? If there is, who is that general manager? One thing, right? You missed
2: one thing, Max. The tear, man. He had a tear <coughs> rolling down his he eye. He I, did. He did. Oh <laughs> Regal's the. He's just yeah. the absolute don. Yeah, it's, he did. See. You know, you know. Last oh. was it last week when um. He, uh, him and Triple H were reacting to uh, whatever to name Poppy was. Poppy end thing, and yeah. And they're just in the background, and you just think they're just they don't need to do anything and they just yeah. steal the end, they're just masters of it, yeah. But yeah. if if Joe doesn't come back as general, like I, it's it was all over Twitter, I think. I, I thought it was an actual screenshot, I thought I'd, I'd seen a spoiler. <laughs> and I was sitting there at the end, wait, like him walking off, and I was expecting Joe to walk on, and it didn't happen. Didn't happen. I was like, <laughs> and then I went over WWE to see if there was like another like you know thing on the on the network or something. And yeah. it, no. But
0: yeah, so you know, I mean, the minute the minute I saw this, I saw I thought, okay, if he's leaving, my three candidates for GM may be um Joe, Daniel Bryan. Or maybe Roderick Strong, just because of how Roderick Strong said he was leaving NXT, there was kind of some kind of, you know, respect amongst those two, William Riga and Roderick Strong. And Roderick Strong, maybe, yes, he's not the most charismatic for this position, but it could be something to try and help maybe bring out that charisma. So I thought maybe Roderick Strong. Also, I thought maybe, you know, he's spoken about maybe needed some help or something. Maybe AOP, because AOP been in the news in the last week saying that they're not done with wrestling. They were obviously NXT Tag Team Champions and stuff. Maybe he brings in NXT, um, AOP as like henchmen or something. I don't know. On Tuesday last week, this is all facts, all reported and all facts. Um, Samoa Joel Joe. was at the Performance Center. Um, it wasn't known for what at that time. Um, as of today, it's been reported that Samoa Joel has re-signed with NXT. And um, when he was at the performance center last Tuesday, he was with Triple H. um, And Triple H has been the, the the guy that's really orchestrated from the minute Triple H found that he was released. He said, I need to bring this guy in. Triple H apparently tried to do this for about three or four other guys that's been released since the beginning of this year. And they've kind of blocked all of them, all of the moves, whether it was the plans that they had for these guys or whatever. Um, With Joe, he's apparently put his foot down and he's brought in Joe. Joe's signed and... The, exclusively to NXT in a non-performative role so he's not going to be an in-ring performer as of yet anyway so he's, so he's going
1: to be he's the next general manager then so but it's
0: if, looking very likely that he's going to be Samoa Joe as the general manager but um, if it's yeah. Roderick Strong now I'm going to
2: hunt you down <laughs> <laughs> Roderick Strong is my was,
0: initial guess after the match but... I,
2: if, if that's it I'm done with NXT <laughs> man and that would be the worst possible thing you could ever do to me but it like would you be very
1: underwhelming.
2: Joe, Joe up there, like my god, to Roderick,
0: bloody strong. It would oh, be very man. underwhelming. Even Brian would be a great oh, choice. That's hilarious. That is but, but, yeah.
2: underwhelming doesn't
0: do it any justice
1: at all. <laughs> that is hilarious. I think it it, it has to be Joe. I it think he'll be, be a is
0: brilliant he, choice as well. He'll be oh, he'll be yeah, fantastic. Yeah.
1: He'll be fantastic. Is he cleared?
0: Is he clear to wrestle? I think it's very touch and go with everything I've kind of seen and put together. Um, you know, it's one of them ones where, oh, if you go anywhere else, we may clear you sort of thing. Yeah. But like for them, it's it's still not 100%. But from what it seems with this last report um, from today, it's like he's not cleared, but he's happy to take on these other roles as long as there is still a view for him to maybe get back in the ring. So... Yeah, he looks like he's the number one contender right now to be the GM. I guess NXT Tuesday night, we we may find out if that's the case.
1: Well, okay, that's interesting to know. Thank you for the scoop, Max. You're always killing it with you know updating us of all this news. Paul, you've been a brilliant, 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 brilliant guest, and we want you on the show more and more. We'll invite you especially with NXT. I know you're an avid NXT fan. So yeah, of- don't 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 get me talking about
0: RAW because. Okay. That's-
2: <laughs> I, I literally turned it on this week, and I turned it on to like I, I remember like I'm I, I'm a, I'm an NXT guy. I watch SmackDown. I watch a bit of AEW, but I'm mostly NXT. And I turn it on to see someone who was booked as strong as possible, who was a killer in the ring, talking to a doll, right.
1: and having a feud <laughs> with a sodding doll what's going on yeah bro that's let's turn that's it off last yeah, 10 seconds no, i'm with you there but paul you are officially now a member of the kick out and uh when, Thank we you very do, much. when we do nxt shows you are you're on board my friend um Thanks, before we sign off what is your review what's your rating of nxt takeover in your house two out of five my friend what do you give it how many stars
0: make you go first <laughs> <laughs> Um. I would say maybe about three and a half. I thought it was a good show. I felt like any anything on the undercard could have like main evented an NXT TV show. Maybe wasn't quite NXT takeover level, what we've come to know as takeover match level. Um but the main event was really good. The main event was really fun. Um those four guys in it um were were very good in the role they played, giving us the, you know, the kind of Indie style matches that we're kind of used to. Carrion Cross came in, done his monster thing very well as he does. Looks great. Um, the question is where does he go from now in terms of challenges? Um, but yeah, three and a half. I thought it was a pretty decent show. Unfortunately, there's still the the weakest takeover I've ever seen. Mm.
2: Agreed, Paul.
0: Cool. Yeah, I, agree? I was
2: gonna say yeah, I was gonna say three, but I'll 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 boost it because I'm. Because Joe's coming back, so it's... A- <laughs> <laughs> Don't
0: Joe, quote me. Joe, Don't- Joe, yeah, because Joe,
2: Max Joe, says so. Joe, 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 if, Joe. If, if, Imagine the whole crowd chanting
0: that, and then Roderick Strong walks out in a suit. <laughs> uh, Our last image of Roderick Strong on NXT TV was in a suit, by the way. Oh it? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> We've what really a worker,
1: week. though. One of the best workers. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. One of the best workers. I'm gonna say, and you know, this is interesting, right? Max, you just said you gave something free and a three and a half stars and said it was the worst NXT take. That's that just shows how yeah, great yeah. NXT is. Literally. Um I'm agree with three and a half. I don't think it was the worst takeover. I have a feeling somewhere I've seen a worse takeover than this one. I don't know which one though. It would have been within recent time, but um I enjoyed the takeover. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. So I'm going to agree with the three and a half, though. I don't think it's a four. I don't think it's a five. I'm going to agree with three and a half. And this is my homage to Mr. Perfect. Wait, hold it. <laughs> this
0: is time balance it straight. This is terrible audio for those it, who are not watching. There's people listening <laughs> thinking, what the hell yeah, are you doing? What's going on, <laughs> Ready? Ah! Uh.
1: <laughs> anyway, um, Paul, thank you so much for. No worries. Us. Uh, we'll get you back on the show for sure when something very interesting and exciting happens in NXT. You'll be the man to get called up straight away. Um, can people find you on Twitter, on Instagram? When people want to listen to you and your takes, how can they find you? Uh, I am on Twitter
2: as at Penfold One Thousand, I believe. Uh, because there are 999 other penfolds knocking about, <laughs> apparently. But you—you you try being my name and finding anything that's below a million, um, then yeah. And Insta—it's uh, the band, really. I'll plug my band. There you go. At Horatio underscore James Skillet. It's Horatio. You've been butchering the name I've every been time you've read out one win. of my Horatio. God knows what else. Yeah. Horatio. Yeah. Horatio, Horatio, like Nelson. Um, so but much. yeah, find them. Horatio underscore James. But yeah, come and find you. us. Brilliant. And Max, where can they find you, my
0: friend? WrestleManiac.uk on Instagram. Just type in WrestleManiac UK anywhere. I'll be there,
1: but and, yeah. and you can find me at Skillet World. S K I W L I T World. And follow us at The Kickout. Yes. And yeah. Uh, yeah, we've got some more shows coming up. We'll have to do another show on Thursday where we'll have uh, Oliver Carter and Leah James as special guests. So stay tuned for this Thursday. Of the kick out review of Raw or whatever's happening, EW, <laughs> AEW, or NXT, or whatever's going on this week. So. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thank you. This has been the kick out. We're out.